I'm going to Miyagi this episode. <laughs> you might need to. Welcome to another episode of the General Admission Podcast. That is Tim. I am John. This podcast is with John and Tim. That's right. So I want to talk about... <laughs> you did a pause again. That's two consecutive episodes. I have to think. I, I like to collect my thoughts. Yeah. Okay? I like to speak intelligently, mm. as if you couldn't tell already. Mm. Oh boy, I lost my thoughts. Sounds great. It's working. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very intelligent. <laughs> I, I want to chit-chat about the state of the world, oh. the state of economies, What's going on in the world? Some some fears I've been having Uh-oh. about the state of the world, mm. and how things are slowly going down the crapper in a lot of different aspects. Yeah. Um. And some of these things don't really affect me because right. I don't feel like I fall into these buckets. Luckily. So I'm seeing a lot of stats. You know, I keep up with the stock markets. I keep up with mortgage markets and things like that. I just, I just like numbers. I'm a very analytical person. Yeah. So I'm looking at some of these stats and I'm reading these articles that Americans are at an all-time high in credit card debt mm-hmm. and loan debt and just in debt in general. Yeah. And. Americans have the least amount of savings in the bank mm. than ever before. Yeah. Which is like terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's not a good combo. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't necessarily feel that way. I think that I've, over the years, learning the hard way. Like my credit score used to be terrible. Yeah. Like I didn't even know credit scores went that low. Did yeah. you know credit scores went into the 300s? I would have guessed that they go to like zero. I don't think so. <laughs> well, what I if always, you don't have any credit? I always thought like 400 was the lowest. Okay. Well, I guess you wouldn't even be on a credit report. Right. So right. you wouldn't have zero. You just wouldn't have a credit history. Right. Well, my credit was below 400 yeah, at one point. My not what you look score. for in a credit I think score. Like 19, 20, 21 years old, something like that. Like terrible. Yeah, but part of that too is like you don't have a lot of line of credit. So that's that affects your score initially. Like... You had okay, a $500 limit credit card, maybe, when you were 18, 19 years old. and Yeah, and I would put $600 on it <laughs> Yeah, and then not pay it yeah. for a while yeah. and then just get another card. Oh, yeah. I mean, and then do it again. I used to be terrible with car payments. I think like I had – I was always good with car payments. I was terrible with I car never, payments. I never fucked up any car loans. Yeah. Definitely messed up credit cards and a motorcycle loan that I okay. had at one point. And that's really what killed me for a while, yeah. for like a, a year, or for a couple of years. Um, but then straightened it all out. It was really good for a number of years into my mid-20s, and then was bad yeah. for a couple of years. And then for quite some time now, like 10 years plus, have had like really clean credit. Yeah. Well, owning the home helps that too, right? I mean, Owning a home definitely helps as increase as long as you're paying it, yes. <laughs> yeah. But you also have to be disciplined, like you have to be smart. Like just because I have credit cards with high balance or high Interest credit rates. limits, oh, okay, yeah, doesn't mean I can go spend that money. Well, you would think that's common knowledge, maybe not to not. an eighteen or nineteen year old, but like yes. for a lot of people, even people in not. their twenties and thirties and forties. But I also think it may not even be a decision of like, oh, I can just spend it because I have it available. I think it becomes a spending out of necessity because they're not bringing home money that they can use right that minute they have to just put it on the credit i can completely understand that 
But then you need just taking a hole. You as an individual or as a family, you need to change your necessities. Yeah. Like Oh yeah. Live within your means. Yes. Yes. And that's you know, I lived above my means or outside of my means for a long time. Yeah. And then I got smart. And then I got stupid. Mm -hmm. And then I got very smart. So for a very long time, you know, I've either had zero credit balance, credit card balances, or very little credit card balances. Yeah. And it definitely helps me feel better knowing that I don't owe anyone mm-hmm. a shit ton of money right. you know, other, oh, yeah. other than mortgage payments, other than house payments. Yeah, right? but that's and, that's in your best interest anyway. Like that's... Of course. It's an investment. A but credit card is not an investment lot, in any way, shape, or form. A lot of people form. don't see it that way. No. I th- even, even people in their 20s and 30s and 40s and older, you know, oh, I have this credit card and I have a $10,000 limit. Yeah, let's so go buy something. Let's go spend $2,000. Yeah. You know, oh, and I'll pay it off over the next year or two. Right. And it's not that easy. I don't mind the interest, blah, blah, blah. I just, I want this now. Anyone who says they don't mind the interest doesn't know how interest works with credit card companies. (laughs) It's built to make you lose. But then that $2,000 purchase, you know, you end up paying $1,000 off and then you go buy something else or you rack up another 2,000. So now you're at three grand and then you pay off a grand and you rack up more and, you know, just a vicious cycle. Yeah. And... You know, it's unfortunate for people that have to use credit cards or have to use a credit system out of necessity. Yeah. And it's it's unfortunate if they can't see or find a way to change their necessities, to mm-hmm. change their environment. Um, but I, I just think a lot of people are really digging themselves into a bad hole. There's a lot of tentacles to that, though, and I don't think it's always just bad decision-making. I think a lot of it is just... Life happens and like it, it becomes harder and harder to, to balance all the financial responsibilities that you have. So a lot of times for people, the easiest way to at least put a Band-Aid on a wound is to just put it on the credit card. It buys you time. Yeah. You're, you may be fully aware of the long-term ramifications, but in that moment, you're just looking to get to the next day and survive. But what about, I mean, with these stats being the way they are, what about the mass majority of people not paying their credit cards, not Paying Probably, down their bills and things like that. I would guess once you get to a certain point where you've accrued so much credit card debt, it's fuck up. it. Why? <laughs> I'm not right. paying it back at this point anyway, so let's just accrue more and at least I yeah. can survive and pay my rent but then, or whatever it is. And, you know, I guess it's easier easier said than done, right? But then why not change your position in life, change your status, change your means, change the way you're living, change something. That's not always something you can just do. You know, there's no, a lot of variables. But you can to put that. a plan in place. You yeah. can do something like when I was heavy in credit card debt and still had mortgage payments and car payments and all mm-hmm. this other shit. Like I looked out to resources and found like a debt consolidation program. You know, oh, it's, yeah. it's a third party, that. third yeah. party that's going to put up a bunch of money and and <laughs> negotiate with your creditors yeah. to get the payments brought down. But now you're paying that third party. Yeah. A certain amount of money. Typically, the interest rate with is better interest. on them, but it's typically so better than the credit card. So they're making money, but at least it's a means to an end. Like, yep, I screwed up, and you know, in the long run, maybe I don't have to pay the huge balances, right? But I'm still going to pay, you know, seventy five percent of that, eighty percent of that, ninety percent of that, whatever. And when I do this, it could negatively affect my credit for a period of time, mm-hmm. but it's still going to get me to where I want to be in the future. Yeah. I think Laura and I did debt consolidation a few years ago, and it it, it helped us a lot. Like, our credit score yep. improved from that point on. Yes, mm-hmm. you're still paying 
you know, to a company that's ultimately making money off of it, but their rates are a little better. It makes it more manageable to have a one-stop shop instead of trying to pay three, four, five credit card, whatever right. it is, or wherever else you owe money. It just, it does make sense for people to do that. So yeah, I mean, yeah. there's, there's obviously things people can do better. And it, it worries me even further. Like when people, when, when a large amount of people, when the majority is going to get to a certain point and say, fuck it. I can't pay this. Yeah. You know, then what happens? Or is is a mass amount of people going to start losing their homes? That's probably going to start happened, losing right? their cars. Are yeah. they going to start losing getting their heat turned off? Are they going to start getting, you know, their utilities turned off? Or which is the more likely scenario, which I don't like either, bailing them out. Is a government or a bank or a financial yeah. institution or some sort of institution like the government going to have to step in? in multiple cases and do this program or do that program and this program and that program. I guess you have to look at what's worse for society as a whole. If, if people are just like falling into these debt situations that they can't get out of. And it's Mm -hmm. like, basically, Hey, you made a poor decision or not everyone who was in that position made a poor decision, which is also what I'm saying. But what's worse, like just allowing them to flounder because that affects the economy as well. Or, Mm -hmm. I mean, I kind of think it's six of one, half dozen of another, whether I agree. the government helps bail people out or people just become forever, you know, behind the eight right. ball. I think it's not a good situation either way. Any, any time the government is stepping in for some kind of bailout or some kind of program, I think that's worse. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not terrible. Yeah. Like I'm not always going to be a hundred percent against it. Um, but it's worse than just saying, well, you dug this hole, now get yourself out of it. Right. And that sucks for the, for the person, for the individual, for the family, for the group of people, for the masses. That sucks. But nothing's going to change until people go through a really tough time. True. I think, I think part of what complicates things is that a lot of people, their debt might not even be necessarily credit card debt, but it's college debt. Which I think that's mm-hmm. another issue that is mm-hmm. a huge problem because I think these colleges are just basically operating as businesses and they're trying to extract the most out of their students. Mm-hmm. And because everyone feels like they have to have a college degree to do anything, which is not true, nope. they they go to these schools and they come out and they're paying college loans and well into their 30s, 40s, and they're behind the eight ball right from the get-go of getting out of college, all right, you got your degree, but now you're living in the most, especially for where we live, you're living in the most mm-hmm. expensive state, arguably yeah. in the country, with who knows what number of college debt loans right. that you have to pay back. So I think that creates a huge deficit in the country too. And that's, I know that's another controversial thing too, is the the college loan relief that they've been working mm-hmm. on or have gradually been doing. I'm, I'm sure they have other yeah. phases of it. That's That's another example of... Like, I get that. The government stepping in 30% to try and help people and 70% probably some underlying bullshit agenda of some sort. Well, I think they would hope that the less people owe in college, the more they can put back into, like, an economy. And and it doesn't work. The stimulus didn't work the way they wanted it to either for that reason. People were paying their rent instead of buying from stores and things like that. Here's a free $10,000 worth of student loan forgiveness. Yeah. Wonderful. I'm going to go spend $5,000 on my credit card. Yeah. Well, that right? that's just... If, yeah. if not, 10. 
Yeah. Some people are going to have an even worse mentality. Yeah. Oh, well, I just got free $10,000. Now yeah. I can go spend that. Well, with the stimulus, the whole goal was like, oh, that money's going to go back into the economy. People are going to have yeah. more leeway to spend on, on stores and whatever mm-hmm. purchases. But no, no, people were paying their, their 10 yeah, months back in rent yeah. like, to survive. Absolutely. That yeah. money didn't go back into anything which, that was useful. Which on, you know, on, a, on a personal level, you know, coming, you know, thinking from the people, that's a better purpose right. for the money. Right, help people get out yeah. of debt. Help people pay mm-hmm. up on bills, catch up on utility payments and rent and mortgages and right. things like that. Like that should have been the purpose, right? Not pump it back but into I, the economy to try and make things better. And while, like, I agree, I do believe that there should be some debt forgiveness for for college students. I, I'm on board with that. But I think the bigger problem, and it should have been nipped in the bud a long time ago, and still needs to be nipped in the bud, is that we have to crack down on the colleges. Yes who are taking advantage of people and just maximizing their profits for their own gains. Mm-hmm. And it's not about, it's not about creating a, a smarter, more prepared person. It's just about capitalizing on making money. It's literally become a business. Yeah. There needs to be more sanctions or, or, or rules put in place that colleges cannot do that. Like they can't just charge these ridiculous tuitions on people who, who feel pressured to even be there in the first place, but then they have to, pay it back for so long and they just cannot get ahead even if you get a good job most of your profits are going back to paying for your freaking school loan they have to crack down on that type of thing and not allow colleges to take advantage of people and it just it just creates more of the same problem by doing that they have to come down credit card companies should not be allowed to operate i know they're in a business of making Mm -hmm. money but these interest rates are astronomical because they don't care about the consumer they don't care about the customer like and that, that's another thing, not caring about the customer. How many times nowadays can you order something online, whether mm-hmm. it be Amazon, Walmart.com, Target.com, whatever, you order something, and as long as it's not too big or too expensive, you process the return online, right. and what do they tell you to do with the item? Either throw it away throw, yeah, oh, yeah. or get rid of it. Yeah. Like you don't even have to ship things back No, anymore. they don't give a shit. Yeah. yeah. Because you're just going to spend more money with them. Mm-hmm. So if they make you happy, take the $10 loss, take the $100 loss, you're just going to spend with them again. They're making more money on you that way. Absolutely. And, and you know what else really, really drives me nuts? And they, they, the way they market it is like it's in your favor. But like my Capital One card, for example, I get emails like, congratulations, your credit limit. You you can apply mm-hmm. for a 10,000 more line yeah. of credit. And they make it look like, look, you're doing such a good job with your credit. We're going to give you more. We're going to give right. you more credit. But all they want you to do is spend every last dime of that extra $10,000 that they're giving you mm-hmm. as a favor. Very yeah. nice of them. It's a reward. They're just it's, laughing it's a reward. all the way to the bank. It's, it's turned into a reward and a celebration from their point of view. Right. Just to do exactly like you said, get people to apply and yep. be accepted. Yep. And then even if they don't spend that whole amount, you know you're going to spend some of it. Yep. Right. That's I just delete those emails. And yeah. I, I just want to be yep. like, you know, I don't go even, screw. I've me. actually, I've actually like clicked on spam and mark spam. Yeah. Some of my legit your credit yeah, financial your actual... institution emails. <laughs> yeah. I just don't care. Like, I have a card and it has a credit limit mm-hmm. and it has zero dollar balance. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that exists in my name is to build a credit score. That's it. I'm yeah. never going to use that card ever. Yeah. In fact, it's probably chopped up. And in the garbage. Right. Like, I don't even have it anymore. Yeah. And when it expires and when it goes dead, then it'll be dead. Yeah. Um, so I just looked up a school, a college, 
that I was accepted to when I was 18. So that would have been 24 years ago. Mm. The tuition is more than three times what it, what was, it was when I was 18 yeah. in 1999. Uh, it's going to be up. More I mean, three times. Sure, it's yeah, going to be up. Inflation and all that stuff I is mean, going to factor into that. But $63,000 per year. That That's tuition and fees. That's not room and board. That's I mean, not books. That's not travel if you're commuting back and forth to school. So you're looking at easily $75,000 for one year mm-hmm. times four. It's $300,000. It just doesn't even make sense to me. Yeah. You know, and it's ridiculous for a piece of paper. Now, if you're going to college with a purpose and if you're actually taking something from your education, if you're actually going to do something with your education, right. then by all means, more power to you. Mm-hmm. But these schools are still killing with fees. Yeah. I think I'm going to open a college, actually. Maybe I should well, do that. We've had former presidents who tried it, so maybe you <laughs> who, can have... Who did that? You don't remember Trump University? No. I never yeah, heard that one. Fakakta... I didn't hear that. University that oh, basically was a big... He stole my idea already. Ploy. I yeah. can't do that now. Oh, well. Great minds think alike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anywho. So, yeah, student loan's terrible. Uh, my sister, my youngest sister, I think she's 30, or going to turn 30, and she graduated in four years, yeah. she was 22, I'm pretty sure she's still paying student loans mm-hmm. eight years later. Oh, yeah. Because she's been renting, uh, renting a townhouse for a while, yeah. and I keep bothering her, you know, as a realtor, and as a concerned big brother, right. you know, when are you going to buy a house? When are you going to buy a house? Even if you just buy something cheap, you know, build mm-hmm. equity, build... You know, some some savings, you know, get yourself a mortgage. It doesn't have to be expensive. It could be something small. It could right. be that same place you're living in right now. For rent. One bedroom, yeah. one bath. For the amount of rent you're paying, you could buy that and mm-hmm. pay less than a mortgage. Right. Oh, yeah. So yeah. how can I help you do this? Mm-hmm. Even if you only live there for a year or two, you're going to make more money in the equity a couple of years from now yeah. and resell it yeah. and, and walk away with more money if in your If you pocket. choose to, yeah, yeah. Well, I can't do that because I have too many bills. Well, what do you mean you have too many bills? You're still paying those well, bills on top of your card, rent. Credit card payments and mostly student loans, yeah. right? She says her biggest issue is her student loan, which yeah. is probably, I mean, I don't i don't know all the details, but it's probably half a mortgage payment. I'm sure. Or a quarter of a mortgage payment. Yeah. I got to imagine it's at least a couple hundred bucks, a couple hundred a yeah. month, if not more. Yep. Which is ridiculous. It is, um, and you just are constantly fighting an uphill battle, and it's, again, especially in New Jersey, it is just the mm-hmm. cards are stacked against you to really, truly get ahead. Especially yeah. if when you're younger, you're gonna make poor decisions, and and you're still learning how all that works. But you could be learning that lesson after you've already accrued twenty thousand dollars in credit card debt. You know, like mm-hmm. just because you were trying to do something to survive or yeah. to get through, and it just. It's unfair, and I, I don't know how other countries operate fully, but I don't feel like it's as opportunistic as ours is in, mm-hmm. in terms of just taking advantage of the of the common person yeah. And, and yeah, using them as collateral just to make more money. And, and yeah. it's, it's sickening to so me. It's and a, it, everything, unfortunately, is a debt-based system. Yep. Um, so another thing that really worries me, and I don't think a lot of people in general understand this concept or really know that this concept of how like banks really work Mm -hmm. so i think about 
I'm not trying to be silly. I'm trying to use an analogy here. I think about Mary Poppins, right? Oh. The run on the bank in Mary Poppins. Yeah. Right? All these people are going to the bank to take their money out of the bank. Right. And the bank doesn't have the money yeah. at the bank. Yeah. Like, it took me a long time to understand, like... It's not just oh, a housing for people's oh, cash. The, the bank yeah. doesn't have all of its customers' money on hand. No. Like, and, you know, I mean, we're, we're not rich by any means, but, you know, we have bank accounts, we have money in the right. bank. Like, God forbid we wanted our money for something or we needed our money for an emergency mm-hmm. or so. Like, I need my money now. Like, if it's in the thousands like of dollars. It's my money and I want it now. Or if it's in the tens of thousands of dollars, like, yeah. you're going to have to wait. Like, you can't have your money. I know. I know. I don't like that. No. I don't like that at all. No, and that, that's why banks oftentimes are operating as businesses as well. They're trying Absolutely. to find all different ways that they mm-hmm. can make money on you. Yeah. It, it's I, a sad state of affairs. It, it happened to me once before, and I didn't even realize it. Like, I didn't even put, like, two and two together. Um, when I bought my car, my mm-hmm. current car, I bought it cash. No loan, no nothing. Yeah. And I, I literally wanted to buy it cash, green cash. So I went to the bank with a check made out for cash for $25,000. Yeah. And when I got to the drive-thru, and being an idiot, I went to the drive-thru to, for $25,000 cash. <laughs> I probably should have went into the building. I probably should have went into the building. Yeah, yeah. But I figure, okay, you know, I'm going to this big, it's a big name bank. I'm not going to say the name of the bank where my, some of my money is, but... yeah. And the person comes back, and I handed my ID to, right, mm-hmm. my driver's license. And the person comes back, and they're like, well, we, we don't have this much money. That's a problem. Like, like it didn't even, like, phase me. Like, I didn't even understand. Like, yeah. what do you mean you don't have this money? Like, I have more than this in the bank. Right. Why can't I have my money? Not in this bank. Like, oh, we don't keep this much money <laughs> We in, used it for something bank, else. <laughs> which is what they do. That's yeah. how a bank works. They take your money and invest it in other places right. to make themselves more money. But I'm, I'm real estate being well, one of what those do you things. mean? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Why can't I have my money? Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to call ahead and order this, this amount of cash. <laughs> like, well, what do you mean? How long does that take? Like a couple hours? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm out of state. I'm not in yeah. New Jersey anymore. I traveled to buy this car. Yeah. And they're like, no, it could be like two or three days, maybe even a week. It depends on when our money order is coming yeah. in. I'm like, well, what do you mean your money order? Like, so I can't have it's... access to my money like now? I'm, nope. I'm going down the road to buy this car if i knew this right i would have planned accordingly well would you like a cashier's check instead I'm like well, what do you mean a cashier's check like you're just going to give me another piece of paper out of nowhere says, no he has the money i'm uh, telling you yeah, he has we it. Promise. this paper says yeah, it <laughs> pinky swear pinky swear he has the yeah, money this yeah. piece of paper says so right? he doesn't have it's, it on him but we'll yeah. say we'll vouch for him yeah it's it's just such oh, i hate it it I, frustrates me it aggravates me there's so much about this this world and particularly this country that just infuriates me and it's frustrating because I'm as I'm getting older I'm trying to be less reactive and less angry I'm trying to find a mm-hmm. lot more peace in my life and surround myself with like-minded people that not even like-minded because I don't care if you think differently but people who value the same things and I'm trying to slow things down you know and not be so angry and and pissed off and filled with piss yeah. and vinegar because of all the things that are against us in this world. But it's harder. It's like, it's hard to be that way in this society when I think one of the biggest things that really pisses me off is like this, this tough guy culture and this, 
you got to get yours. Always just look out for number one. Like I hate mm-hmm. that mentality, but it just it creeps more and more into society. That everyone is like on the defense. Everyone feels like they have to grab from everyone else around them yeah. and protect themselves and only themselves and, and fuck everybody else. Like that kind of that kind of mentality just really bothers me. But it's becoming more and more prevalent in society. And as someone who's trying to do the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. It's it's a challenge, man. It's it really it's an is. Uphill battle. Ugh. Like I think about, you know, I've I've only been in real estate for two years, but I've done a decent amount of transactions, and I found that the transactions that I cared about the most, and I cared about the people the most, yeah, went the smoothest. Yeah, and even if I didn't make the most money, I still got the most satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Of like, I like to think you and I are good people yeah. at heart. We're we're definitely good people. And I, th- I think we'll live great lives, but we're probably never going to be rich because we're not willing no. to, like... But I'm also okay not rob, being rich. Rob, cheat, and steal. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yes, I'm okay absolutely. with that, too. Great point. Like, I just want to live comfortably, right? If I can if take I care can, of myself, Laura, and, and I anyone about. I care about, like, that's my goal. That's I can it. live a very simple life. I have yeah. been living a simple life for years. Yeah. Like, I... Not I. We, my wife and I, have just learned how to live within our means and be happy with what we have. And mm-hmm. not, instead of always worrying about what you don't have or what you lack, just cherish what you have and, and make yeah. the best of that. And I think if, if more people did that, I think they would be a lot lighter mm-hmm. and it would create just more balance. But not like, and admittedly, yeah. it took me a lot longer to learn that than, oh, I, would yeah. have, than I would have liked. Yeah, you know, I would have liked to learn that in my mid to late twenties. Yeah, even my mid thirties. Yeah, you know, I think I've I've learned more of that in the last three to five years, mm-hmm. five to ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, but like my my personal life, my physical life, my mental life, my mental yeah. health, I don't think has ever been better. Than it has I, I mean, the last I, couple I of years. I could vouch for that just from seeing. I mean, you. you've known me for yeah. ten years, ten, you know, yeah. more than ten years. Twelve. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can vouch for that, and, and yeah, it's noticeable. And I think the career change was a big part of that. I think yeah. that's when I noticed yeah. the biggest shift in how you approach things and your outlook mm-hmm. on things. And I never would have categorized you as someone who was like angry or short fused, but I think your view on things has become more positive. Yeah. Um, on the whole for sure and i i've been going through that too like i've always been someone who tries to be kind to everybody but i've also been a person who's gone through phases of just being so angry and reactive that i would just fly off the handle immediately and formulate an opinion based on anger instead of like sitting stepping back taking Mm -hmm. a breath which is what i try to do now like yeah instead of just reacting to a situation that pisses me off or whatever i just try to take a breath I try to see things from other people's point of view, which is another thing that I don't think people do. The, the vast majority no. of people do not no. do not practice empathy. They can't put themselves in another person's shoes. Even like driving is the best way to figure out how shitty society is because people drive like absolute animals and they just don't have any care for whoever <laughs> else is around them. You see people... Do you think, sorry, do you yeah. think shitty people drive shittier than good people? I think... I not, think not all I people, people kind of drive shitty. I think even good people, when they get in cars, for some reason become, like, just monsters. 
I think part of it is everyone feels like they're in a hurry, so their time is more important than yours. But like, just just stupid behavior. Like, you see people flipping off, tailgating, flashing high beams on seventy eight, right? And it's like a seventy five year old woman. Like that could be your mother, right? Like, just let her do her thing. Go around when you have time. Just because you're not gonna getting someplace five seconds faster than you would have before mm-hmm. is not gonna make a difference in your life. If, if you're gonna be late to something, yeah. you should have thought yeah. of that Tough when titties. you planned on leaving. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like guess what? You're in Jersey, there's traffic. Yeah. One one of my big pet peeves and one of my big rules, just not just in life, well in life, yes, but also like in the real estate world. Like being early is on time. Yeah. Being on time is late. Yeah. Being late, don't fucking waste my time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And no, that's, it's just a respect thing. Yep. And it's, you know, just a planning ahead type thing. Yep. But then you don't have to rush. You don't have to feel like you're being rushed. Yeah. You don't have to stress. Yeah. It almost feels, whenever you're driving, it feels like, honestly, it's like you're on an F1 track. It, everyone feels like they're racing for some finish line that doesn't exist. And I don't mm-hmm. understand the mentality. Yeah. The other day, I'm driving home and I'm in the left lane because I'm trying to get around some people. I'm not pissed off or anything. And there's a car in front of me and a car in front of that person in the left lane. That car in front is going way too slow for the left lane. Years ago, I would have been pissed off. I would have been tailgating mm-hmm. them and like waiting until they move over. Now, I'm like, okay, this is what's happening. This guy in front of me is probably annoyed also. and He's driving really close to that person. But what's happening is everyone who else who's behind me is in the left lane is now getting annoyed that it's backed up. So they're going to the middle lane. And they're flying by, flying mm-hmm. by in the middle lane, going around this person, flipping her off. But here's the thing. You want her to get out of the left lane, give her a lane to get over. She wanted to right. get over. But everyone's flying past her. So now everyone's pissed off. So you know what I did? I went into the middle lane and I slowed down to allow that person to get over, mm-hmm. which they did. So I was like, I was like, all right, fixed, I did a good that. Fixed, fixed the, whole the world. But then what happens is everybody starts going around me and they're pissed off at me. I'm like, fuckface, I did this for you so that you can advance because you're in such a hurry. But then now... I'm you, getting fired up now. now. You this just is got <laughs> angry. Right? Get you annoyed. Just, you just said you're not going to get angry yeah, anymore. See? Yeah, see? People bring the worst out of me, man. I hate it. I hate it. I can't stand people who are just selfish and in their little lane with their blinders on and everything else is out the window. Mm-hmm. All courtesy, all respect. I'm just done with that shit. So what's what's it going to take to fix people and, and the masses? So, probably something catastrophic. That's just what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of what I was getting to. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's unfortunate, but I don't think the masses or the people or just humans, human nature is not going to change until right. something terrible happens. Yeah. Even, even if it's something huge that's good, uh-huh. people aren't going to change. No. It has to be something like terrible that, that like bottoms out society. Another world war, yeah, or just terrible famine, some cyber attack that takes out like banking all... crisis or something just absolutely terrible. But that even that, that things would get a lot worse before they got better. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yes. And you know, I hate to be a negative Nancy, but I think things are going to get worse before they get better. Yeah, I think they've I think gradually been getting are worse. Going to get a lot worse. But I feel like that has started. Within the last couple of years? Uh, I felt 10, 15 years ago, I, I felt like there started to just be just this turn in mm-hmm. the way things were, the way people behave. I think I, we don't see as much as what's really going on out there. Yeah. You know, there's, and, and yeah, there's different parts of the country. Yeah. Problems. 
right? There's huge debt issues with mm-hmm. all these stats, but we don't we don't necessarily see that in front of us, no, all the time. So it doesn't really affect us, you know. Certain parts of the country, maybe certain parts of the world, I'm sure. Um, but for again, for the masses, you know, it's it's not going to affect change. It's not going to create change because most people are just either blind to it or blinded or choose to, it. to be ignorant yes. to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because again, they don't care about anyone else as long as it's in their best interest, and mm-hmm. that's what they feel. And that's just pounded into people. I think that hey, just look out for yeah. number one, man. Like that's all that matters. Yeah. But if everyone has that. that mentality, then like nobody's not that. Yeah. Like do good unto others yeah. and good will be done to you. Yeah. Like I've found the more, not so much like going out of my way to do good deeds, not so much like going out of my way to donate to charities or mm-hmm. things like that, but just the more good I do in the world, yeah, the more good comes to me yeah. and the better I feel. Like something Ultimately, is, the better you feel. Something yeah. as simple as just doing the fucking dishes without being asked. Yeah. Right? That's a or, big boy chore there. Or without like bitching to my wife or daughter, yeah. like, oh, I got to do the dishes again. Yeah. Just very about this simple, mundane simple, task. Simple just shit, like it. holding the door open it. for somebody, or smiling at yes. people. Like, I've been, I don't know what it is. Like, I guess I'm a lot lighter in the last few years, but like, I smile at people all the time when I see them out in, in, in public mm-hmm. places, walking by somebody in an You're, aisle at Walmart. I'm like, hey, how you doing? You're going to be punched in the face. <laughs> Someone's going to be like, what are you smiling at? Yeah, probably. Huh? Yeah. We yeah. You got a problem? We were going to. Yeah. yeah. You're a tough guy? Faggot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. Can I say that could on backfire YouTube? in this we're country, in for sure. Now. You can't yeah, say we're gonna get all these again. curses, but I can't say it. Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous, man, and it's just infuriating. It's kind of like, it's a weird, it's a conundrum, because I like, I love mankind. I think we're capable of doing so Amazing many things, things, but I hate man. Like, I hate people. Yeah. I really do. And I don't want to say that, but like, it's not, I don't automatically hate people I see, but like. The mindset of society is something I just find completely repulsive. Mm-hmm. And it's not everyone, obviously. I mean, you're not that way. I, f- I forget I forget what movie it was. Either a movie or famous person's speech or something. But someone said, a person is beautiful, amazing, genius, capable of so many great things. But people yeah. are terrible. Yeah. And horrific. Yeah. And capable of just monstrosity mm-hmm. type things and just terrible things. Yep. And you give you give a person something and it can be amazing. But if you give a people something, yeah. they turn it into just shit. Yep. Yep. I I I I think of it like this. Like it, it seems like everybody is feeling like they're in competition with everybody. And it's like they all feel like we're on this racetrack all going for this one finish line. And whoever gets there first is going to be the best, right? Mm -hmm. But people need to realize you each have your own finish line. Like every person has their own gold ring at the end of that. your own race to race. And if you just stay in your lane and focus on what means most to you, it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. You're not in competition with anybody else. You're not in competition with yourself. You're just trying to live the best life you can. But people feel like... It, it's with driving. I really think people think mm-hmm. they're trying to be better than me. They, they're going to get in front of me. No, not on my watch. Like, why does that matter? I think, I think making this podcast helps helps mm-hmm. me. You know, I'm not it's the therapy. most outgoing person in the world, mm-hmm. but to me be neither. able to just do something and create something, and then just throw it out to the world and say, "Fuck it." Yeah. If nobody watches, I don't care. 
if some people watch. Right. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, just, clearly we're not doing this for a paycheck yet. No. So. <laughs> but just to like have the bravery to do that. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm just trying to study this, all this different YouTube stuff and social media stuff for the podcast, for real estate business, from a, from a professional level, from a personal level. You know, it's all about just do it. Like, just do it yeah. and keep doing it. You know, if people don't like your stuff, who cares? Yeah. Just just keep going. Yeah. If people don't yourself. watch, yeah. if you don't get views, who cares? Just keep going. Right? Just keep being consistent. And be and authentic with doing, who be you authentic, are. Right? Yeah. And just keep putting yourself out there. Yeah. Whether or not people ever going to like it or if they're ever going to watch it, mm-hmm. who cares? Right? You are creating something. Yeah. You're doing something to better yourself. And there's no Don't rule book on how other quickly you need to, not just in, in what we're talking about podcast-wise, but there's no rule book for how quickly you have to be successful, how quickly you need no. to achieve certain things. Or you just how you need to measure success. Enjoy the journey, man. Like, mm. you only get one, as far as I know, but... Yeah. It's, we should have our wives on one day, you know, and kind of... Amy, Won't do, do it. <clears throat> No. I don't know. I don't think Laura would She'll either, but man, she has some podcast. good insights on, on just how to approach mm-hmm. things and how to, you know, just appreciate people more and yeah. just living life in a lighter, life. more loving way. Yeah. I think Amy, it's helped me. I know like that. that too. Yeah. That's the most change I've had is probably because of Laura. Like she's uh, opened me up to a new way of thinking, right? That I mm-hmm. never, and I feel I mean, a lot lighter because of it. We started this episode talking about my shitty credit and terrible being terrible at managing money. <laughs> There's only one person to help me fix all that yeah. in my early to mid twenties, and she's my wife. Yeah, you know, yeah. With, without her, I'd probably be in a gutter somewhere. Yeah, with zero dollars. We've talked about this too. How, how well I don't know if we talked specifically, but like, I think I could be homeless. I don't mean I don't think I don't mean I'm capable of like I'm on the verge of being homeless. I right. mean I think if I became homeless, I think I'd be okay. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd spiral into many many different things. You'd probably be doing heroin or something. Oh, <laughs> There'd be terrible things. But let's end on a positive <laughs> note. That's all I got. That's the so, positive note. Yeah. No, just I mean the world kind of sucks. Just try not to be overwhelmed by stuff. This is coming from two people who have no, you know, we're not psychiatrists or psychologists no, or anything. No. But like what I find works is just be in the moment. And I, I've, I used to be someone who was like constantly filled with just worry about the future, not even the past. A lot of people do on the past. I'm more of like thinking of all the possible negative outcomes that can happen from anything I do. Mm-hmm. Should, I, should I take this job? What if this happens? What if that happens? This could be terrible. I might hate it. I'm trying to be more like present, not dwell on mistakes I've made in the past and not worry about future outcomes. Because if you just control now, you reduce the amount of negative things that can happen in the future. Mm-hmm. But you also realize yeah. like ultimately worry and stress is not conducive. It doesn't help you in any way. No. You know, if you ever see the why worry chart? It's basically like a little chart that says, why worry? Like, and it's, and you can you reason. fix the problem? Mm-hmm. Yes. Then why worry? Can you not fix the problem? Yes. Well, then it's out of your control. Why worry? There's no sense right. in worrying. It doesn't yeah. help you in any way. It's not beneficial to you. So just be more present. Yeah. Try to be. And just be good. Be good to yourself. And to be others. Be good to others. And, yeah. you know, Look at us. We're all philosophical in this Try episode. and be a good person.
And I think that that solves more problems than you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. We're like a couple of Gandhis over here today. Yeah, not quite. Yeah. We definitely have plenty of our own evils and yeah. things like that. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The world has been aggravating me. It's a tough it's tough to be like a from a, from a large scale perspective. I mean, my myself and my own little world and my own little shell has right. like never been better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it, you're you're aware of what's yeah. out there and you have to be aware. Yeah, and you're it's you don't want to think of what happens if worst case scenario happens, but I guess mm-hmm. you never know, but just you just got to adapt. Whatever it is, yeah. you just got to adapt. Yep. And that's what we're doing here at the General Admission Podcast. We're adapting. Mm-hmm. Adapt and overcome. Look at us. We're growing. Yes. <laughs> All right. Like, subscribe, mm-hmm. hit us with mm-hmm. a comment, tell us about how much you hate the world or how much you how love much the you world. Love the world. Yeah. yeah. Actually, we'd yeah. probably like to see more of those comments, how much you love the world. Yeah. Yeah. If people take more time, I think they'd realize it's not as bad as it seems all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On that note, until Bye-bye. next time. <laughs>